are not ready for Jesus. We think we are, but he's showing me so many ways that we're not. Like, let me count the ways I can't count them. He just keeps telling me more and more and more. And we're really oblivious to our how we look really until he shows us. And that's why he's telling me to tell you, get on your knees and find out where you might be missing it. And it's not about going to church or going to your pastor or your mom or your dad. It's about going to Jesus. When we get born again, his spirit lives on the inside of us to teach us and train us. And that's what John tells us. Jesus is going to remind us of the things he said. He's going to tell us things to come. And he's telling us um, that he's coming and we're not ready. And it says that in Peter too, that he's long suffering. He's waiting. He's not coming because it's not his plan that even one of us should perish. And so that's why he's holding off. And that's why he's telling us ahead of time that he's coming. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you so much that you don't just show up, that you love us so much that you want to give us all the warning you can. And we know the time is near and you can't wait much longer. And so you are just working to get your word out there. And I thank you that you'd use me today, that I would be able to say the right things to get people to understand we are not ready. Help us to be ready. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. You're so good to us. I want to start by reading to you. God was talking to me all morning about this. In Romans 2.11, it says, God shows no partiality. He doesn't show undue favor or unfairness with him. One man isn't any different from the other. He, he treats us all the same. You know, he he points out in my life when I show favoritism because I have to be like him to live with him. We have to be in agreement with him. But so that is one thing. And another thing is God is saying he's not going to pick and choose some of us to go to heaven. It's not up to him. It's up to us. It says in verse 12, all who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law. And all who have sinned under the law will be judged and condemned by the law. For it's not merely hearing the law that makes one righteous before God, but it's the doers of the law who will be held guiltless and acquitted and justified. So you have to do the word of God. That's what he's saying. You have to do it to be right with him. It's not up to him. He, he doesn't show favoritism. It's up to you. It's up to you to be blessed or not to be blessed. It's up to you to obey him or not to obey him. And Jesus said that not everyone goes to heaven, but those who do the will of the Father, those who obey him, those are the ones that get to go. And I am going to obey him. I am going to heaven. I'm making sure of that. I'm going to be that spotless bride without spot or wrinkle. And you want it too. You want it. You want that. You want to be where Jesus is. You don't want to be in hell. And so you want, you don't want to be self-willed, but you want to give in to him. Let him lead you. Don't let your flesh lead you because your flesh is going to lead you to what feels good now, but it's not going to feel good for eternity. You want to just let Jesus do his thing because it's good. It's healthy. It's wonderful to be like him. I've been going through transformation and finding out that our flesh is a barrier. It comes between, um, and the word says that, don't, don't be led by your flesh, but by your spirit. It comes between us. We can't let it dictate to us. And the enemy, of course, uses your flesh. So um, Philippians 2, 
two, one. Fill up and complete my joy. <laughs> I like that. By living in harmony and being of the same mind and one purpose. Having the same love. Being in full accord. Um, I want to just make this a little bigger. Being in full accord and of, and of one harmonious mind and intention. Do nothing from factional motives through covetousness, strife, selfishness, or unworthy ends, or prompted by conceit and empty arrogance. Instead, the true spirit of humility, loneliness, loneliness in, of mind, let each regard others as better than and superior to himself, thinking more highly of one another than you do yourself. Now, if you think more highly of yourself than you do others, that's your first thought. I know you're going to think, yeah, I do that. But just, just think a little further with me. I'll finish this. Let each of you esteem and look upon and be concerned, not merely his own interests, but also the, for each the interests of others. And so I know our first thought is we put others before ourselves. But I want to take you with me to a scenario of maybe a homeless person on the street. Now, I'm sure you've probably given to a homeless, a homeless person. But did you do this? Did you treat that person better than you treat yourself? Did you invite them home with you and give them your bed and your clothes and your food? And um, you got to answer that question because this is what God is saying. When you want to live with him, you have to be like him. And love is to prefer the other person. We just read it. Instead, um, be true, have the true spirit of humility, lowliness of mind. Let each regard the others as better than and superior to yourself. I think that we don't do that. And that proves that we are not ready for Jesus to come. We have to let him, we have to let him refine us and get us to that place. I've had a couple of tests like that. And you know, this is a time of testing. He's dividing those who will obey him, those who will be humble. Jesus was humble. Jesus is humble. And we have to be like him. We are so haughty and so prideful that we just don't match. We are just not ready for the kingdom of heaven. We really aren't. We think we are, but we're not. We're not ready for Jesus to come. And so we should be praying, please don't come yet. Clean me up. Help me to be like you. And that's what he wants to do. He wants to get us ready so he doesn't have to say, I didn't know you. What's he saying? He didn't recognize, he doesn't recognize you. And why wouldn't he recognize you as his own? Because we're not like him. And that's the point he wants to get across. We are not like him, but we think we are. Because we go to church or, you know, we read this, but we don't live it out. We really don't. There's so many things that we don't do that Jesus said um, to do and things that we do do that he said not to do. And it, it's not about um, his blood. Yes, if you believe, then... When you believe, then you're going to do what he said, right? If you believe in something, you walk that out. And so if you agree with him, and maybe you don't agree with him, you know, I hear all kinds of opinions of this guy in the street. Well, he should get a job. And you go on Facebook and everybody's saying, well, I was taught to work for a living and people are getting free money. And that really makes them mad. 
And, you know, we can judge, but what about that plank you don't see in your own eye? What do you think Jesus is thinking as you're on Facebook or wherever judging other people because they got some free money? Is life about money? No, it's about love. And so if they got something free, we should be rejoicing. If they were blessed, then we could rejoice with them. We're going to be held accountable for every idle word that comes out of our mouth. Did you know that? And so are you ready for Jesus to come and judge every word that you have said? Are you ready for him to come and judge you as you have been judging others? I don't think we're ready. We got a lot of stuff to get fixed up before Jesus comes and can say, Hey, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And maybe you're thinking, well... He's not that harsh. He is love. What about love? What about it? You got to match him to live with him. When my mom wanted to go, she was really in turmoil. She was, she had, she had a lot of things going on and she was so hurt and she was in unforgiveness. And he told her that she couldn't come yet when she was calling out to him. He said, you have to forgive first. You're not ready. And Jesus is saying, you're not ready. Is there anyone that maybe you hold unforgiveness towards? I hear people say, well, yeah, I forgave, but I can't forget it. If you can't forget it, then how is God going to forget your sin? The thing that you did. And, you know, speaking of people hurting you, think about how we hurt God. Think about that. He's a real person. He has real emotions. And we hurt him when we're not in agreement with him. When we say, I love you, I'll do anything for you. But then you hold something against someone that hurts him. Or you talk about someone or you judge someone or you drive by the guy on the street that's asking for help. And remember, that's God asking you for help. He said, what you did for the least of these, you did for me. And so whoever you ignore and you shun, Whoever you think you're, you're thinking that you're better than them, what you're saying is you're better than God. You're saying you're, you're being like Satan. He wanted to be above God. And if you, if you don't agree with God, then really you want to be your own God. And if you don't agree with God, you don't get to live with God. So if you're just thinking, well, that guy could do the same thing I did. He could go get a job. It's not up to you to decide. And, you know, that guy in the corner could be an angel in disguise. And it is God. It is God in disguise. And he's testing you right now. He said it's a great hour of testing. Whether you know you're being tested or not, you're being tested. And if you're in agreement with him, of course you get to live with him. And if you're not in agreement with him, you're not going to be able to live with him. He said that to me one day. You probably heard me say this before, but he said, you know, my children... They all think they want to move in with me someday, but right here and right now, they don't know me. They can't take the time to know me. They're too busy. They don't agree with me. And still, they think they want to move in with me someday. Isn't that silly? Why do you want to move in with someone you don't agree with? And you're thinking, well, I agree with God. Well, if you agree with God, then are you doing all the word? And if we were all in agreement with God, Jesus would be here. The word of God is true. He's not a liar. He said he's not here because we're not ready. And you can leave tomorrow. You know, what if something happened and, and you, you, you had to stand before him tomorrow? You got to be ready or you're going to go to hell. 
you don't want to spend your eternity with, in hell. And, you know, I know people don't like to hear bad things, but bad things going to happen if you're not in agreement with Jesus and he's giving you time to repent and to get it right. And, um, you know, I was talking about his blood and he, and he did shed his blood for you and now is the time for salvation. And he shed his blood for you so you don't have to sin anymore. He shed his blood for you. He invited you. You invited him to come and live on the inside of you when you were born again. And he said, if you heed my voice, I will dine with you. You know, you can say the prayer, but then not pay any attention to him. You know, we all say we understand that he's a relationship, but he is, is he really a relationship? Or are you just, you know, going along with it on the surface and, and not really doing um, the time to have that relationship with him? Because if you have a relationship with him, you're going to know how he feels and what he's thinking. You're going to know he's coming. And if you let him correct you so that you can fit into heaven, then you're going to know the things that you need to change and you're going to know you're not ready. And so don't be too prideful to get on your knees and say, Jesus, where am I missing it? I am sure somewhere you have ignored what he said. And that's what he's saying. If you ignore me, then I'm going to ignore you. If you ignore what I'm telling you to do, then on that day, I'm going to say, I don't know you. And don't think that doesn't hurt him. We just read he's no respecter of persons. He's not going to pick out some. He, the ones that are chosen are the ones that chose him. If it's important for you to go to heaven, then you're going to find out what he expects of you. It, you're not going to just think that you're going to move in without making any preparation. The word says that his bride prepared herself. We have to get ready, just like you get ready for any other wedding you got to get ready to marry Jesus. And if you're not ready, you're too late. And if you're too late, you're going to hell. I had, um, I had Jesus tell me that. He told me like I was like one of the five virgins. That's how I know. That's how I have the revelation of that. Not everybody goes to heaven. And he told me because of what I wasn't doing, I wasn't going to be ready. And... Um, Whatever it is he's telling you to do, if you don't do it, you're not going to be ready when he comes. And then a couple of weeks ago, I went to heaven. I've been seeking him. I've been making it my quest to make sure that I'm right with him because I want to live with him. And he told me. I made it through that tour. I sat with him at the banquet table. I know that what I did made me right with him. And what I did is start obeying him. He corrects me, I obey him, and I do it. And it's hard unless I ask him to help me, and then he makes it easy. He's God, he's so in love with us. And so I encourage you, get ready, get on your knees, and find out from him, not from anyone else, from him, what you have to do. So when you stand before him that day, you're not going to stand before you or your pastor or your mom or your dad. You're going to stand before him. And he's going to say, either away from me, or he's going to say, hi, I know you. We've been through some stuff together. You let me correct you. You did what I told you to do. And you know, the other thing is, if you don't let him correct you now, then it's going to be like in front of, everyone's going to stand before him. Everyone's going to be there. And not that you're going to care so much what they think, but to stand before Jesus naked and know, you know what I mean, like all your sins bear and you're going to feel foolish that you, whatever you put before him that you did, you're just going to feel foolish. You're going to be sorrowful. You're going to resent it because now 
you don't get to live with him. So get it figured out now. Let's pray. Ask Jesus to come live on the inside of us. Lord, I thank you and praise you, each person praying, that you would make yourself real to them right now. I ask you to come and live on the inside of us and teach us. Teach us to heed and listen to your voice. Teach us to do all the things that you're calling us to do so that we can be like you, so we can be set free of all those things that are trying to overtake us and take us to hell. We thank you and praise you for your truth that will set us free. Convict us, teach us, show us your way so that we can live with you for eternity. We know that your way is good and you only tell us good things to do and the results are only good. You're just trying to help us to, to make that right choice, to know that you are good and your life is a life that's full, overflowing, the best life ever, and we choose you. Help us. Help us not to be fooled by the things that are trying to cling to us, the lust of our flesh, the things of the world that, that look all pretty, but everything is going to end. Everything's going to end except for you and your word and those who choose you. So all those things are trying to distract us, the enemy is trying to distract us with, are all going to perish in us with it if we choose that over you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory in your name. Amen. So thanks so much for joining me today. And um, I hope that you're going to choose Jesus because anything here that seems too important like I just said, is going to perish. And if that's what you're hanging on to, the Bible says that you will perish with it. And that's scary. So think ahead. Don't just think about your funeral. Don't just, just think about the here and now. Don't just plan to leave your, somebody, your money somewhere, but plan where you're going to spend your eternity. It's a matter of life and death. It's a matter of hell or eternity. Thank you so much for listening to Hang Up with you.